You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm not Stephanie Ravenscraft. <laughs> I'm Father Roderick, and I'm back. I am so glad you are back. And uh, we are here. Great job. You, you guys did a, an awesome job last week. I was so glad that, that, that there was a show. Well, thank you. I, we, you know, the show must go on. Uh, so it was, it was fun to have Stephanie down here. She was upset that you weren't going to be here. She's like, oh, man. But uh, we've got a great show, I think, this week. Uh, just to let you guys know, um, Father Roderick has now caught up with episodes number two and three of Losing It with Jillian, and neither of us, or is it neither? I'm not quite sure, but anyway, neither of us have actually seen episode four of Losing It with Jillian yet, but that's okay, because Father Roderick's going to give us a, a little bit of his review of Losing It with Jillian, and I'm going, and then we're both going to share kind of where we are and what's going on in our own pursuit of a more balanced, healthy life. Absolutely. I really enjoyed these uh, uh, last two episodes of uh, Losing It with Jillian. First of all, I love that opening tune that she has. You know, learning to live, living to learn. That's like a whole motto in itself that I fi- find just brilliant. And I think she picked the, she handpicked the, the, the song herself. And just the other day I was downloading it uh, from, from iTunes. And it, it's, it's a great song. Well, but, uh, that's interesting that you pull that out because I don't recall what the song sounds like. And now that uh, I go into episode number four, I'm going to make sure to listen. So thank you for that. I love it. It's uh, and, and what I like about it is that that is what I love about the show. It's, it's so different from The Biggest Loser, even though the, the theme is, is also getting people healthy and getting them on, on track in terms of losing weight. But the emphasis is, is on the learning process. People live to learn. They learn to live and... And, and that's what you see in, at least in the three episodes that I've seen so far, is that these families learn to live again. And, and it's almost that when Jillian returns after a couple, of week, a, couple, a couple of weeks and they would look back on where they were at the beginning of the show, man, they must think of themselves as zombies almost. Like, like they're in this state of not caring, not communicating. Um, there is so much... That is that is broken, and then Jillian comes in, and it's unbelievable that it's only a week that she's there, but just the power of that intervention, almost. And then, and you see them weeks later, and they they live, they're radiant, their eyes glow. There, you can tell that it changed their lives in a very profound way. And I was so impressed. I was so impressed, especially because the the last episode that I watched with that kind of very strong w- woman, you know, the 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 lady that had this unexpected divorce and and then the garage sale that she organized or that Jillian organized and then she was <laughs> all over every single object. It's like, we're not going to sell this. Do you have any idea what you did to me? And and it was, and I think you, uh, you talked about it with Stephanie as well last week, but you said this was all about letting go of your past and letting go of the things that you hold on to because you're not really living. You're you're still living in the past. You're tr- still trying to hold on to something that gives you security, but it's that is not your life. Yeah, and um, and and I was so impressed by the transformation of that family. And you know, I I ultimately couldn't care less about the weight loss. I mean, it was impressive to lose seventy pounds in in just six weeks, but it was the the mind shift, the the 
How, how do you call that again? The uh, paradigm shift. Uh, par- the paradigm shift. <laughs> and, um, and that's definitely what, what keeps me hooked on this show. And it's very inspirational. And it makes me also want to, you know, recommit to my life and, and realizing that whenever I'm in a period of time, and I think we talked about that two weeks ago, where we both basically were stand, standing still and, 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 and even reverting to some of our old habits, this show really motivates me to, to, to continue to care about my life, about my health, about the balance in life. And I just, it just reminds me that, you know, I, I was in a way one of those zombies and I just didn't pay attention and bit by bit, slowly this, this, the weight creeps up on you and the bad habits creep up on you. And then one day you, 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 you wake up and you're no longer alive literally or in a figurative uh, way of speaking. That is, exa- that is exactly the the way I come away from this is, is when we saw them, you know, just their houses are just dumps, if you will. I mean, it, it just absolutely no care given to anything. And it's just like the family was just barely doing what it would take to just continue life. I mean, just to, I mean, and, and really not even to do that. I mean, just the bare minimums, just not giving any effort in any area of life. You could just tell by the the food that was in their refrigerator that this was the case you could tell by just the overall um look of their home and 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 then just their social life they had just given up and yeah i've got two points about that first of all i was terribly impressed by the last episode where uh jillian not only confronts the mother but also the kids she she cares enough about the situation that she's also, okay, these daughters, there's obviously something wrong there too. And I got to get to the core. And these daughters were looking fine. I mean, they didn't have to lose massive amounts of weight, but she was like, well, if the mom is dysfunctional, then probably that has had a, a tremendous impact on the kids as well. And so she took a day to try to get through these, these daughters of her. And what, what impressed me so much that was the, the, I don't remember the names of these two girls, but she, she was asking questions. So, so what happened? And then Jillian just continued to ask, why? Well, because I'm too heavy. Why? Well, because I eat too much. Why? Well, because I don't care. Why? Because I always feel overshadowed. Why? Yeah. Because my mom. And then she got to the core. And I was like, Wow. She just keeps digging until she gets to the core of the problem because she knows that if she doesn't, and if, if she doesn't change what's really wrong, then she's only combating the symptoms. And then these people will go back to their formal, former life right away, right after the TV cameras are gone. And, and so that was something... I was just so impressed and I was like, wow, how many times in my own pastoral contact as a priest, I just stop at the first question of why and I don't dare to dig deeper because I'm afraid that I'm hurting people, that I go over certain limits and gosh, Jillian has no fear. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I just had this mental picture in my mind of Father Roderick in the confessional booth and sitting there and bringing people to tears on the other side. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Don't tell me you can't. 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was... want a commitment now. <laughs> that's not enough. I want more. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And oh, gosh. The point that the th- second thing that I took away from this, the um, episode two of, of Losing It with Jillian, is that she enters that house of that family and it's a mess. It's just a dump. And these people have been just stockpiling garbage, basically, in all these rooms. There's just no place for her. She's got to go to a hotel. And then she's like, we have to clean this up. And and I, I it suddenly clicked. I was like, wow, that that is definitely something that changed in my life as well. I remember very distinctly that in the first few years, uh, and this is like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, when I was terribly overweight, my house was a mess. My kitchen was a mess. My, my desk was a mess. There was just garbage everywhere and I just didn't care and and lately ever since I started this process of transformation and trying to get into shape and losing weight I've been so how do you say that um almost <laughs> well one of the things that I always try to do is clean up and I've almost got it's almost a almost a, a neurosis now that I I want to I have to clean up my kitchen and I have to clean up my room and if it's not totally clean you know, my mom was almost concerned the other day when she visited. She's like, "Your, your kitchen just creeps me out. It's way too clean. Are you re- <laughs> are you sure you're cooking in here?" <laughs> and and I think that what I realized watching Jillian in, in in this second family is like, well, cleaning up your house or cleaning up a room does something with you mentally. It it also helps you clean up your mental space. And sometimes it, it can be almost therapy to clean up a room or a desk or something, or even an inbox. You know, the both of us, the both of us have been always, you know, trying to pursue this inbox zero thing. Now, why do we do that? Would Jillian ask? You know, why, why, Cliff? Why do you always want to get to inbox zero? Why do you hire a virtual assistant to help you get there? I think it is because. It's the beginning of a mental process that helps us see clear and to determine, you know, what is junk in our lives and what is what is essential. And, and by cleaning up our inbox, we mentally, I think, train to clean up our lives and to retain what is really essential. And I know for you, it's your family. It's, you know, the future of your kids. For me, it's, it's, it's my vocation. It's, it's, you know, the, the, the commitment that I, that I made, you know, years ago and, and the things. That, 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 and there are only a few things that really matter and all the rest. I got to make sure that I'm not burdened by it. Yeah. And, and there are certainly been times you, you mentioned the inbox zero. That's certainly one thing. And, and in my studio, it's the same thing. I, I come down here and there are some times when I'll just go an entire week and I'm just so easily distracted and I don't feel motivated and I don't feel like uh, I, don't, I, I, sent, I, I lose a sense of confidence. And, and for some reason, it just doesn't make sense. And it never fails whenever I take a day and it's like, you know what? I've got a client that's going to be coming in to my studio, into my office, in my home to to meet with me. And I need to clean this place up a little bit. And it never fails. I clean the room up. I clean I clean everything up. It's dusted. It looks great. And then the next thing I know, I something that would normally distract me, a little tweet to a video that would take me to another video, that would take me to a website, that would all of a sudden... All of a sudden, those things don't distract me anymore. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm in a, I'm in an environment where I need to keep order and I need to be in control of what I'm doing. I've got important things to do here, and and it is amazing 
just how much our surroundings, our atmosphere has a lot to do with how we feel inside about our lives and about everything. And then, of course, it, for me, it's the same thing with weather. I don't know about you, but when it's sunny out, <clears throat> I'm more bright, cheerful, happy. When it's been raining for three or four or five days, all of a sudden I'm just I it I'm not depressed. Sometimes I am, but uh, but there are times when I just feel like ugh. Yeah, true, true. I I think the definitely circumstances like weather, uh, the the amount of light during the day. I mean, in the winter, and then I think a lot of people struggle with that. That when the weather turns bad, and you know, life slows down. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And uh, and even sports wise, it's clear that when it rains, it's not just the fact that I get wet that I don't want to work out, but it's also this depressing weather and the mud outside, and it makes you feel all muddy on the on the inside. <laughs> I think you know, for that reason alone, I should try to find myself a good, you know, like a gym. I've never done, I've never gone to a gym before in my life, and I I always have the problem that when whenever the weather is bad, it 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 immediately turns into an excuse for me not to work out with her. Sometimes I think, or or sometimes, you know, my room is too messy and I don't have space for my equipment or, you know, to do the, the Wii Fit stuff because I would uh, basically bump into all the junk in my room. <laughs> and sometimes going to a gym, going to a, another space that, that it's, it's almost like going to church. Sometimes I just have to go to church to pray, not because I cannot pray when I'm at home, but because this, this whole space is is helping me to focus on God and there is no distraction and I have to turn off my iPhone when I'm in church. And so I cannot do, you know, the regular stuff that is distracting me from God. And 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 sometimes I just go for a walk in the park because nature too helps me focus, helps helps me reflect, help, helps me to recenter. And and so uh, it's something to keep in mind that whenever your your environment is messy, it it doesn't help you to um to focus. Absolutely. Well, Father Roderick, we both shared a couple of weeks ago that we had kind of you know, run into a couple of roadblocks in our pursuit of physical fitness and keeping things in order as far as living a balanced life, getting enough rest and sleep and and just really taking good care of our bodies. Um, I'm wondering now, uh, you know, two weeks later, how are things going for you? A little bit better. I um I definitely had to slow down quite a bit. Um, actually, that was my doctor who ordered me. She said, "You know, you're on the. You've got some symptoms that have to do with being overworked. It's nothing to be too worried about, but you have to slow down a bit." And uh, so I did, and I I I just you know sh- sh- took some things out of my calendar. I still did a lot of work, too too much perhaps, but it it definitely helped me. You know, kind of find more balance. There was another thing that he said that worried me at the time. And he, you, you know, he took my blood pressure. I, I have my own blood pressure meter and I, I, you know, I monitor that from time to time. And usually it's really good because, uh, you know, I'm a runner and so my heart is very strong. And so he said, well, I still want to check. Uh, and so he did. And he said, well, I'm, I'm a bit worried because actually you're... What is it? You've got the upper pressure and the lower. I'm not not a doctor, so I don't know exactly. But you've got two numbers when they take your blood pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, the upper one is too high because you're a runner. It would be fine for for you know anyone else, but since you tell me that you run these big distances, it's too high. So you gotta you gotta slow down. And he initially thought it was related to me being overworked, and then you know at one point it just clicked, and I was like, 
what about salt? Right. Because not only do I have too high of blood pressure, but I, I was also gaining too much weight and, and that it was just too too sudden and too fast. You know, I, I remember that two weeks ago I was, you know, I told you that I, I gained like six six pounds or something like that in, in, in just a matter of two weeks. And and whereas I don't overeat that, I, yes, I did definitely everyone, you know, sometimes I, I did stumble and I, I got the potato chips and, but definitely not enough to gain six pounds. You know, I should have eaten potato chips for breakfast if I... <laughs> So, and then it was like, wait a second, what if that weight gain is related to the blood pressure and it's both related to me not taking care of my salt or, or going overboard when it comes to salt? And so, strangely enough, it clicked when I watched a documentary on Dutch television the other day about the risks of of salt, uh, of too much salt intake. And I think that the the there was a, this research in, in my country um, where they, I think, discovered that most people have a salt intake that is almost twice as high of what should be our salt intake. And, and, and they went over all the products that we buy regularly in our supermarkets, kind of showing uh, the back of the, you know, the, the information, the nutritional information on the back. And then they just added it up. It's like, okay, what do people normally eat for breakfast in our country? Well, that's already like 60% of your salt intake. What do they take for, for lunch? And then they just keep kept adding it up. And I, I was like, wow, I never pay any attention to that. I look at the calories. I never look at the salt. And so that was a big wake-up call. And so I started to, to watch the ingredients that I have in my, in my fridge and in my cupboard. And I was just, I was blown away. I had no idea that was that there was actually salt in some products that I ate that are not even salty. I mean, if I eat potato chips, yeah, duh, there is salt in it. Mm-hmm. But actually, the potato chips weren't as dangerous, but there there is salt in almost, you know, even in things like mayonnaise and in tomato ketchup. Who knew <laughs> that there was so much salt in tomato ketchup? I thought there was just calories in there or sugar. There's just heaps of salt. And so I started to um, to actually really be, um, I started to add up the salt percentage, percentages and, and actually with uh, the Lose It application on the iPhone, you can do that. You can add this. It's kind of the advanced uh, things that you can monitor. I never really cared. I was like only counting the calories. Right. And, and you know, ever since I started to do that, both my pl- blood pressure went down and... Man, I just lost all the pounds that I gained two weeks ago, and which you know, in a way, without any effort, because I'm still not really doing any physical exercise, and I didn't really change the amount of food that I ate, but just cutting out the salt made me lose, well, several pounds at least of of uh, of just water retention because of the salt. Well, so wow, that was a big eye-opening experience for me. Well, I'm glad you're sharing that because that I can certainly tell you that I'm probably suffering from the same thing. I don't know about the high blood pressure. Um, you know, I, I haven't gone to the doctor in a couple of weeks, but uh, since le- last time I was there, I was still okay in that area. But I, one of the things I noticed um, is I have radically changed back to my my self that I like to be. Uh, as far as my physical fitness, I've actually done so far since Monday. I've done four or five four five k's wow so 20k so yeah so week. i've done 20k so far this week uh 
Wow. And so I've been extremely physically active, spending, you know, at least an hour in 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 my physical intentional physical activity, just going to the gym, walking through the, you know, through the streets of my neighborhood and town and stuff. And uh, so I've been extremely physically active. The thing is, though, I stepped on the scale this morning. I am yeah. one pound heavier than I was last week. And I'm like, wait a second. That's not possible. That and what? That doesn't compute. I know it doesn't compute at all. And huh. and so and, and the thing is, though, is is over the last week, I have stayed at my calorie um, budget. Now, there are uh, somebody in your chat room is actually saying muscle weight. I'm certain that I'm probably building up some more muscle. But I would I would probably say that, you know, there has to be something to the salt thing because I have been eating a lot of salt. Um, like last night after I got back from my run, I had myself a nice bowl of uh, hot air popcorn, but I Mm -hmm. put a little butter on it, which is quote unquote salted butter, uh, you know, counting the calories obviously, but still I I had some salted butter on it. And then of course, what do I do? I I drizzle the salt and pepper all over it. Um, another thing that I've gotten, uh, recently for father's day, my kids bought me a magic bullet. Have you ever heard of the magic bullet? No, you, that is. You go to YouTube and look up and just write, uh, type in magic bullet. Father Roderick, I know enough about you to know that you would be, you would go crazy over this thing. I tell you, it's a little personal blender. Um, and I'm looking at it right now, can you hear this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> look who's coming. Good morning, Berman. <sighs> God, not so loud. Hey, what about a bit of the hair of the dog that bit you? Oh, he's just kidding, Berman. Go ahead, try it. It's a fruit smoothie. Morning. Mmm, that looks good. Can I? So it's a blender? It's a little personal blender. It is awesome. And, and blender slash food processor. But cool. It, but anyway, like, for example, let me tell you what I did this morning. It, it, you have, like, what would normally be, like, a, a glass-sized um, container. And this morning, I threw in uh, one quarter cup of... Um, of uh, yogurt, organic yogurt, one quarter cup of milk. Uh, normally I would do uh, almond milk, but I didn't have that, so I had skim milk. I threw in about five strawberries, a half a banana, and uh, a handful of frozen blueberries, and one tablespoon of peanut butter. Put the, you put the lid on it, which the lid is actually the, um, where the blade is. And then it turns upside down. You set it on this little device and it chops it and blends it all together and you take it off. And, and then they have this little lip thing that you can put on there and you just screw it on the top and it turns that same container into the cup that you drink out of. Nice. It is awesome. I just, so I had a smoothie this morning, everything I just mentioned in it, and it was only 250 calories. And I'll tell you what, the protein from all of that, you know, and, and it just the potassium just really, really gave me a lot of energy. Now, of course, I've been making smoothies before, but with the big, huge blender, it, it it's a little bit of cleanup and transfer to. <laughs> but I tell you, the Magic Bullet is amazing. I, they're not sponsoring this podcast, by the way. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but it is it is totally awesome. And All so, right. but but the thing is, though, I've also been using the Magic Bullet to make a lot of fresh salsa. So you. Drop in a couple tomatoes, some red onion, some garlic clove, and cilantro, and I think that's it. And then, of course, what do you do? Or what do I do? I load it up with a little salt to make it really yummy. And so, 
I've had a lot of salt, and somebody else in the fat, in the chat room says uh, you need to drink your water, and I probably haven't been drinking enough water water either. That's, that's that's overrated. The whole water thing. Of course, you need to stay hydrated, but you know, recent research has, has said that all these these stories about having to drink I don't know five gallons of water every day. That's you know that's a bit too much, uh, but but. The, it could very well be that the, the intake of salt, it plays part in, in, in you gaining a pound, especially because, um, I don't know when, the moment you weigh, but in the morning, sometimes you have, you know, you're a bit dehydrated or you drink a lot and then the body starts kind of overcompensating uh, and, and, and retains a lot of the water. I don't know. There's just, you would be surprised. I, I mean, I was stunned that this morning I stepped on the scale and I was back to my ideal weight and I didn't do any physical exercises like wow man for this I could have run a marathon and it could have done that all for nothing because I could just cut back on the salt and I would have the same result except no metal but <laughs> well that, that, I, I'm not I, I certainly am not upset it's, and it's not going to keep me from going out and, and doing even more physical activity over the next week so um, and, and, and I know that it, you know, a lot of it has to do with when are you weighing yourself and all this other stuff, but it, it is what it is, but I've been physically active and I'm very excited. And just the fact that I've been physically active has really changed my mindset. Once again, I feel m more positive, more energetic. Um, I'm able to focus more. And the other night I got on, I was on the couch and it was after dinner, it was about 30 minutes after dinner, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm kind of beat. You know, I, I was I was really beat. I, matter of fact, it was last night. I, I had recorded podcasts, eight podcast episodes yesterday. And yeah. so then I came up, had dinner. And then after dinner, I'm just I'm just kind of tired. And I said, Stephanie, do you, <clears throat> do you think I should go out for a walk right now? Or do you think I should, um, you know, take a nap and then go for a walk later? And she goes, well, look, judging by the look on your face, just how tired you are. I do know from what you've told me. Uh, is if you were to go out and walk, the feeling that you have right now will go away in about five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'll lay down and take a nap. <laughs> and so I, I laid I laid my head back and and I just sat there and it's just this little voice in my head says, go out, Cliff, go out. And so I got up, I said, okay, I'm going for a walk. And so I went out and an hour and an, an hour and 10 minutes later, I came back and felt totally awesome. That's awesome. Send me that little voice, will you? Yes. Because I need it. <laughs> I've, that's one thing where I'm still not where I want to be in terms of uh, lifestyle and balance. I'm still going to bed way too late. And I'm, you know, I'm still, I, you know, I try to sleep in a little bit more because I try to get at least, you know, six or seven hours of sleep. But because it's, it's summertime and, uh, uh, you know, it's light very early, I keep waking up way too early. And so, you know, sometimes I go to bed at two o'clock in the morning yep. and it's just because I, I can't stop. And, and I know it's, it's very detrimental to almost everything because, you know, when you're tired, you don't feel you, that you have enough energy to go run or work out or even go for a walk. And so you, it, the danger of getting into this kind of circle of doom is very high. And I know that, that, uh, you just got to start somewhere, whether you start with the chicken or with the egg, it doesn't matter as long as you change something. Yeah. And so I need that voice. Well, the thing to, I found with, uh, you know, and, and of course, I, I also have still been struggling with staying up late and um, I, and I'm trying to change that. I, I, the thing is, is, you know, I'm, I can get a lot done between the hours of 11 p.m. and three or four in the morning. 
And, you know, I tell myself, well, you know what? I'm still going to get eight hours of sleep. I'm going to sleep in. But the next thing you know, you're waking up at 11 or 12 o'clock, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning or around noon. And already you go to check your email and people are kind of expecting things from you already. And and and, yeah. and and see, I always hate that because I feel like it, no matter how much I got accomplished the night before, the fact is now I've started this day behind. And yes. and and that's that's a mindset that just carries with me. And and then I always feel like I'm behind. But whenever I go to bed early, even when I have things to do, even though I could I have a clear mind, I'm focused and I I'm my creativity is going through the roof. If I if I were to go to bed in that state of mind, sure, I'm going to miss out on the productivity. But man, if I can say, you know what, I've got all these things I in my mind. If I get up at five o'clock in the morning, go out for a walk, get my brain energized again, I get this huge start on the day. And I know this in my mind. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I yeah. don't do it. You know, instead, I go to bed at nine o'clock at night and I set my clock, my alarm clock for five o'clock in the morning. And and I sleep until eight, eight thirty. And I'm like, well, I, my, my body got all that extra rest. I should be doing really great now. It's like, no, no, you're starting late again. <laughs> ah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, well, we'll get there because we've been there. Yes. And so we, we, we know, that's the difference be, with, with in, in the past where we've never, we never tried, I'd, I'd never tried wake up, waking up early, but I know now that it is actually, it definitely gives you that idea of being on the ball and being even, you know, on the forefront of, of whatever is happening in your life because you, you're just up early and you get things done early in the morning and it feels great and you feel accomplished and where whether now when I go to bed late yes I do get stuff done but it, I wake up in the morning with some kind of a discouraged feeling like uh, I'm already behind already I still have to do this I have to do that and so you know it, it perpetuates that that necessity that mental uh, temptation to go to bed late because you feel constantly like I've not done what I should have done today. And I know that if I change that back to what I did a couple of months ago, I, I will feel a lot better. Absolutely. Well, we, we will get back there. And, and you know, I, I said this two weeks ago, I set a goal for myself to go to bed early and uh, not it's not happened. So again, this week, I am going to say it here again. I am going to go to bed not past 11 o'clock. That, that's my deadline. If anybody sees me Twittering, if you see me doing anything, if you see any post from me after 11 p.m., feel free to scold me publicly. <laughs> even, if it's, even if it's a Twitter done from your new iPhone? Yes. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I love my new iPhone. Um, you know, I had the 3G model. You have the 3GS. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, the, I had the old 3G model, and ever since the 3GS software, the 3.0 software came out, my iPhone's GPS never really functioned the way it should. Well, I have the new iPhone and finally got a, a GPS that's worth something. And with the new multitasking features, I have uh, become quite accustomed to using RunKeeper Pro. Okay. And RunKeeper Pro... Uh, is a have you heard of this application? I have it. I use it all the time. But okay. I've never used it with the new IO, IO, iOS 4. Yeah, get the most recent update and uh, it is really amazing because now you can start that and you could actually leave that application to switch your playlist to look, you know, you could actually stop and take a picture. Uh, finally. You can oh, do all the so wanting that. And it will continue to track 
everything that you're doing in the background. It is awesome. Fantastic. Oh, yes. that, thanks for the tip. That's awesome. Yep. So, folks, that's RunKeeper Pro, um, and you can check that out. Uh, probably just RunKeeper.com, and you can go check out the links to that. Anyway, Father Roderick, we will uh, try to catch episode number four of Losing It with Jillian before next week, and we encourage other people to give us their feedback regarding the show. And as far as uh, their own personal journey, we love to hear those stories as well. Give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number 859-795-4067. Anything else that's going on exciting that people should check out this week? Oh, I just did a whole, I did a refurb, I refurbished my my blog. I can't talk today. Easy for Uh, you to say. (laughs) You can go to, if you want to see why I stayed up until two in the morning, go to fatheroderick.com. I'm having a blast with the new layout. It's, it's, it's cool. I am, I'm taking a look at it now and uh, wow, I like that. That's so what's going on. You've got any new things, things to shows to, to check out. Well, uh, I think the probably the thing to check out, if anybody's interested after hearing last week's episode with myself and my wife, um, that gives you a good feel for what things might be like over at familyfromtheheart.com. Again, that's familyfromtheheart.com. That's a podcast that my wife and I do every single week, and uh, we would love to have you check that out. Alrighty. Well, follow Father Roderick over there at fatherroderick.com. We will talk to you next week. God bless you all. And again, 859-795-4067. Give us a call. We want to hear from you next week. Talk to you then. Till then, be a loser. <laughs>